calling mama bears from all over the world to come together to share in the raw and uncut experiences that motherhood has afforded us. Whether you are a new mom, mama multiples, young mom, single mom, the list goes on. This is a safe space to connect with other mothers who bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, and endure all things because we are mama bears. Welcome back. Listen, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who supported the release of the first official episode of Mama Bears. It was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much again to Miss Stormy Harmon who jumped on and had a very real and necessary conversation with me revolving around um, postpartum and mental health. It was amazing. If you didn't catch it, head over to Spotify and tune in. I promise that this is one conversation you do not want to miss. Okay? All right. So here we are, episode two, and I am still super hype and excited because there's so much more on my heart that I want to share with you all. So let's get into it. All right. The Weight of Motherhood is the title of this episode, The Weight of Motherhood. And I just want to say that um, this is the episode that I chose to go ahead and do now because it is very much some things that I'm currently walking through and waters that I am currently trying to navigate. So I could use the encouragement and I figured what better way to encourage myself than by encouraging others. So here we are. Um, yeah, the weight of motherhood, the title alone, when I think about it, it kind of makes me cringe a little bit um, at just kind of reflecting on the physical weight journey of motherhood. Um, and what I mean by that is the fact that, for example, when I found out I was pregnant with Aiden, which is my first child, I was 150 pounds, probably. I was 25, and I think I weighed in at about 150 pounds or so. Um, The day that I delivered, however, I was 209. Um, And that, I will never, ever forget that number because that was the largest, or that is the largest, that I have ever been in my entire life. And so um, that that was different for me. Um, I didn't feel any type of way about it because let me just put this disclaimer there. I'm not a person that's really moved by numbers on a scale. So please don't take this as any type of weight shaming because that's not me. Um, I am the type of person that regardless of what the numbers are, if you're healthy and happy with healthy being first, who cares about the numbers? Um, I'm just sharing what my experience was, and this is also just kind of an analogy to get to the overall point of this episode. So yeah, weighed in at 209. With each of my pregnancies, I did gain a good bit of weight, but that was the largest. Um, but the funny thing about it is I I knew I'd gained this weight. I saw the weight. I could feel it. Um, 
I knew all of that, but I can't say that I ever really sat down and took the time to fully commit to any type of diet or exercise routine, nothing of the sort to assist me with losing weight or maintaining the weight. Honestly, that's just being real. Um, Like I said, I knew I had gained the weight, but I wasn't exactly sure of what to do about it or if it was even serious enough for me to even need to do anything about it because I come from a family of thick women. My mama is kind of thick and my daddy people, they they thick. So I just thought that, you know, maybe hey, this is the new this is the new me. So I really wasn't I wasn't bothered by it. My mom is going to hear this and be like, "Girl." Um, but yeah, I I think I cared, but I didn't care. If that makes sense, y'all know what I'm saying. If Have you ever been there where you know something about you is off, but you aren't exactly sure what to do about it or if it even matters enough to put your energy into doing anything about it? Yeah, so I feel like on the journey of motherhood, that's an emotion that we experience often. And not even just in motherhood, but in life in general. There are times where you're like, what is going on with me? I don't know who I am right now. There's so much on my shoulders or so much in my heart or so much in my mind and my thoughts that I am losing control of who I am. But let me not say anything about it. It's better off that I just not speak on it. So specifically pertaining to motherhood, I call that the weight of motherhood. It looks very similar to the physical weight, but it's literally everything else, right? So it's realizing that you go through the day smiling and playing with your little ones, but then you climb into bed at night and you feel completely numb. The joy and the playfulness that you had with your kids, you can't find that anywhere. It's waking up without an alarm. And just jumping up, getting your day started, preparing the kids. Um, But when it comes to you, you have absolutely zero motivation to do anything for yourself. So if, if you had an appointment to meet with friends, it would literally take you 20 alarms to get up out of the bed to get yourself together. It's managing schedules. It's managing play dates, doctor's visits grocery shopping, uh, doing the laundry, cleaning the house, whatever, all down to being a real life jungle gym. But then you sit down and you think to yourself, what in the world have I done all day? Because you're literally just going, 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 and you're not even thinking about what you're doing at this point because you're just doing stuff. But you're doing things that check off a list of mommyhood or motherhood, or whatever you want to refer to it as. It's, it's the fact that you are not present with yourself. You're not centered with yourself, but you're functioning at 100% as mommy. Like nothing is missing a beat. The kids are great. The kids are fine. They're safe. They're good. They're fed. They're clean. They aren't missing a beat. But you walking around with a spit-up t-shirt on, toes looking busted and crusted, you haven't interacted with anyone your age, like, that's not okay. 
That's the weight of motherhood, right? This is the one that gets me. It's scrolling on social media and realizing that you haven't been away from your children or solely interacted with adults in over a week. So yeah, the literal weight of motherhood, it's a lot. Stepping on a scale and realizing that you've gone from 150 to 180 or from 180 to 209, that's a lot. But the figurative weight, everything that I just listed is so much more and nobody talks about it. But y'all know this podcast is all about transparency, raw and uncut. So of course, I'm going to share my personal experience Um I feel like for me, <clears throat> I was managing the weight of motherhood pretty well. I would say up until my last pregnancy. Um, so those of you who know me, you know. But if you don't, my daughter Elin was 10 months when I found out I was pregnant again. And I was not okay. I was not okay at all. Aside from just kind of sitting with that. I stopped um, spending time, like necessary one-on-one time with my husband, with my close friends, my family. I was definitely less motivated. Like I said before, I did everything necessary for my kids, but I wasn't doing much of anything at all for myself. I was literally weighted down, but I didn't know it. I didn't really even realize it. Um, And probably because (laughs) the sad reality of it is that I probably chopped it up to I'm just exhausted. I'm just tired. Um, And this is motherhood, right? Because unfortunately, society has painted a picture and I won't even put it all on society in our families. Some of the generational curses Um, we always think that that's something deep. No, generational curse can be this idea of independent woman, strong woman. Yes, be all of that, but be healthy, be okay, be sane, right? So I think that much of that, I didn't really say anything about it. And the people who were around me probably didn't say much about it either because everyone probably chopped it up too. She's just tired. She's got a lot already on her shoulders. She's dealing with being a mom of two, being a wife, transitioning in careers. And now she's just found out she's pregnant with another child. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, yeah, nobody probably was thinking all of the other things because I wasn't thinking all of the other things. Um, And, you know, it's crazy because saying it out loud makes me feel kind of sad. But it's like, I know that I can't be the only one who's been there. Because there's this guilt almost that comes along with it of how dare I complain about being and operating in my God-given role as a mother. Because don't get me wrong, like literally. Being a mom is a major blessing. It is the most rewarding. I say this all the time. It's the most rewarding role that I will ever function in but it is also absolutely exhausting and I'm so sick of this negative like stigma that's associated with women and moms saying that they need a break or saying that they're tired like for real that's the reality that's the truth and if you can't handle that 
then that's that's real sad on your part because motherhood is exhausting. I don't care if you have one child or 17. It's exhausting. All right. So, yeah, anyway, I went off on a tangent a little bit, but that's just kind of where I'm at with this. I told y'all I'm walking through this stuff right now. So this is my heart. So just bear with me because I'm probably going to be a little passionate about this one. Um, because like I said, I, right now I'm encouraging myself. So, yeah. Well, one day, um, I think I was scrolling on Facebook or some social media platform and I came across a high school friends page who was actually awarded mama bear of the month. So yay. Shout out to you, ma'am. I won't say her name, but she knows who she is. Hopefully she's listening. Um, so yeah, she's a MUA, which is a makeup artist. She's also a vlogger. And she does several other things, but she has two kids and she's a wife. Um, And I remember looking at her pictures and thinking, how in the world does she do this? (laughs) And by this, I just mean like the fact that she has all real clothes. She has her hair done. She has her makeup done. um, She's going out on dates with her husband. She spends time with her friends. I literally was just staring like what in the world am I doing wrong because I don't I'm I don't have the energy to do any of that. And then it's still the fact that her children are still you can tell from the snippets of her life that she shares that her kids are still very much well taken care of and she's extremely well involved in their lives. Um her husband seems to be a happy man so she ain't dropping the ball as wifey. So I literally had to sit down and take a step back and ask myself, like, if she can do it, then you can do it, too. But what is it that you need to reorganize about your life to remove some of this weight? And so that was a conversation that I had to take a step back and I had to be real with myself about a couple of things. Um and I realized, like, how much weight, I, was, I think I realized in that moment, how much, how much weight I was carrying as a mom. And how it was literally pulling me away from who I am and how I define myself as a woman. Because don't get me wrong, um, like I've said, being a mother is amazing. But before I am a mom, before I became a mom, Before I became a wife, before I am a sister, before I am a friend, a daughter, an educator, whatever the title is that you want to attach, before you're that, I'm a woman first. And so it's like, no, you you are losing yourself as a woman because you're completely indulged and consumed in just being a mom. And there's so much more to me than just being a mom that's real and I want somebody to hear that because you will find yourself so frustrated and so aggravated and feeling so lost and so out of touch with yourself because you're not catering to your needs you're not catering to your heart as a woman first So, 
I decided in that moment that I needed to shift some things, right? So just like you would do to lose weight or manage physical weight, um, I took a step back and I developed some plans and strategies that would help me to remove some of the weight from being a mom. So first things first, I needed a routine. Just like um, if you were trying to lose physical weight, you need a routine. Um, So for me, a routine looks like planning out because I am a stay-at-home mom. um, So I am at home all day, every day with three little people under the age of five. Okay. Um, So for me, super intentional about carving out some time in the day that is just for me. So I'm learning that that looks like, and again, this is all, like I said, I'm still walking through this. So I'm learning um, that my babies wake up maybe eight o'clock. So if I can set an alarm for seven and just get up and get my day started before they are awake. Um, and for some people they may, that may be like common sense or they may be like, duh, no, for me, it's, I'm exhausted. So I'm going to lay in the bed until the first child wakes up. And then when that child wakes up, I'm going to tell them to come lay in the bed with me until the next child wakes up. So no, this wasn't a no brainer for me. I didn't know. I, I really didn't know. Um, it wasn't until, like I said, I felt the weight that I was like, yeah, I got it. I got to change something. So getting up at seven and taking a shower and putting on real clothes or doing my makeup if I choose to, um, going downstairs and fixing me a real breakfast versus grabbing an Uncrustable at 12 o'clock and realizing that that's the only thing that I've eaten the entire day. Um, so it's, it's planning out a routine. It's realizing that, okay, the kids get sleepy again about 1 o'clock, 1.30. So by 2 p.m., the kids need to be in their beds, in their rooms. And I'm going to have my second moment of time to myself. They will be okay. They are fine. If they don't go to sleep, just chill out in your room for a while because I've played with you. I have um, educated you. I've fed you. I've bathed you. So you can have some time to yourself while mommy has some time to herself. It's okay. Do not feel guilty about being intentional in planning out time for yourself because it's so necessary. It is so necessary. It is so necessary, especially if you are a stay-at-home mom. It's necessary even if you aren't, but most certainly if you are, right? So a routine, um, even all the way down to bedtime. And this is something that I'm trying to be more intentional about, actually planning out, just because um, that's what kind of works best for me. And my kids are kind of routine type of kids. So once they get in a routine, it's good to keep them in that routine. Um, I'm learning that, that that's what works best here for my home. If you deviate from the routine a little bit, that's okay. It's just like a person who says, I'm going to go to the gym 
every single day at eight o'clock in the morning. Well, there may be a day that unfortunately they're not able to get to the gym at eight o'clock in the morning. And that's okay. There may be a day that I'm not able to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm waking up when my kids are waking up. It's okay. But you still want to make sure that you are just kind of prioritizing that so that you are getting that little bit of time to yourself, right? All right, so we've got routine. I needed a diet. And this one is simple. It's no different from, again, trying to lose physical, literal weight. You have to remove some things from your plate. It's simple. You have to take some things off of your plate. Everything can't be consumed in one sitting. Everything can't be, oh, I have to get this done today. I can commit to doing laundry and maybe folding the clothes. Because the reality is with three kids under the age of five, that's about the most I'm going to be able to do in one day anyway. (laughs) Um, So it is really ridiculous and unrealistic of me to say, today I'm going to do the laundry for Elin, Aiden, Emery, myself, my husband. I'm going to fold all of the laundry. I'm going to put the laundry away. I'm going to reorganize the closet. I'm going to clean the bath. Like, girl, stop. Like, no, that's not necessary. (laughs) It's not necessary to commit to all of that in one day. You don't have to conquer all of that in one day. It is too much on your plate. Take some stuff off of your plate. Again, so necessary. And I have to be real. This is hard for me. This is super hard for me. And everybody who knows me knows that it's hard because I am just naturally a doer. I have a very hard time being still. I have a very hard time sitting down. I just like to maximize on the time that I have within a day or whatever because I know that 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 can look very differently in five minutes. In five minutes, I can have a baby that's four months old spitting up and a two-year-old having a tantrum and a four-year-old just wanting some attention and someone to play with him and I'm trying to figure out who to balance and who to prioritize and so it's okay pause and remove some things from your plate prioritize what's important for the day if laundry needs to get done do the laundry but it's not absolutely necessary that in that same day, you fold it and you put it away. Because guess what? At least you got clean clothes. You can pull what you need to pull. <laughs> this is terrible, but it's so true and it's so necessary. You can pull what you need to pull out of the dryer and put it on and go about your day until the next day when you can commit to, all right, today I'm going to fold the laundry. Like, you got to be intentional about what you're putting on your plate. Because if you're trying to digest too much in a short amount of time, you're only going to be overwhelmed and frustrated. And then it's 11 o'clock at night, and I'm talking about myself right now, and you're aggravated because everybody's asleep, 
but you're sitting up looking at 16 piles of clothes because you've tried to conquer all of that in one day. It's, don't do it, sis. Push away some things. Back away from the table. Take a break. All right? So, routine, diet. I also found out that I needed an accountability partner. And I am so blessed because I really have more than one accountability partner. But I would say that my greatest accountability partner is none other than my husband, um, who I absolutely love. And I'm super thankful for Evan because we're very different in this area because um, if my husband can take a break, he's he's going to definitely take him a break. <laughs> You do not have to tell him to sit down. You do not have to tell him to chill out for a moment. You just don't. Um, the man, he, he he does very well at taking breaks. I don't. And so if I have been complaining, or I don't really want to use the word complaining, if I have been saying out loud that I'm tired or that I am overwhelmed, um, he's going to look at me and be like, yeah, you're saying that, but here you go starting another task or starting another project. Why? Stop. Sit down. Take a nap. I'm going to take the kids. Go get your nose and toes done. I'm going to take the kids or I'll take the kids to my mom's just so that you can get a little bit of peace and quiet. Now, he's not perfect at it, and this is something that he's still learning and I say that not to not to bring him down or not to pull away from the fact that he is definitely aware of this stuff. I say that because this is where necessary conversations come into place, where you have to be honest with your spouse or your mate or whoever your uh, accountability partner is, whether that's someone who's in the home with you or that's a mom or um, grandparent, I don't know, best friend. Whoever you feel like you can look at as your accountability partner, it's important that you have conversations with them and say, listen, I'm tired. Listen, I, I know that I have taken on too much right now. I need some help. That's what an accountability partner is for. That's their purpose is to redirect you to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And the goal here is to remove some of the weight. All right. Um, accountability partners also, you see them in the gym, right? With their people. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym, but you are. This person is in the gym with you. They're holding the weight with you. They're wiping your head, your forehead. They're giving you some water. So this is a person that you can rely on to literally have your back to, you know, maybe come over for a day or a couple of hours while you take a quick nap. That actually feeds into the next part, too, that's a support team. An accountability partner is a little more mm, consistent of an individual. Um, this is probably someone that you either live with or you see every day in some way, speak to every day. Support team is just your circle, right? And so my support team is dope, um, and that's comprised of my parents, my husband's parents, my sister, my best friends, um, these are people who I know that they are literally a call away. I can call them and be like, 
hey, is it okay if we bring the kids over so that me and Evan can have a date night? And the answer is absolutely always yes. I think the only time that I have ever received no from my support team is just because of a, a conflict in schedule. As long as I call, you know, and have made plans or arrangements in advance, and even in the times that I've called at the last minute, if they can come and if they can do it, they do it. And I'm super blessed and super thankful for that because everybody doesn't have that. And so what I would say to those moms is that you want to find you a community of people who are going to support you. There are tons of groups on Facebook and I know that times are crazy, but and you can't just have anybody coming and sitting with your babies. But even just the encouragement and the motivation um Maybe they can even give you some resources that um, that meet you where you are locally um, because there are tons of resources out there. There are doulas, doulas, I never say the word right, but there are doulas who will come and sit in with you while you take a nap or while you take a shower or who will do some grocery shopping for you. So make sure that you are building your community and building your support team um, with people who understand where you are. My mom was a single parent, so she understands what it's like to have that exhaustion um, of, of raising kids. My husband's mother has a tribe of children. I love you, sweet. But she got a lot of kids. So also, she understands what it's like to be overwhelmed in trying to be it all and do it all. And so then I have my sisters, my best friends, and they don't understand because they don't have children. So they don't necessarily understand what it's like, but they see how exhausted I am or how removed from myself or from even from them. They see that. And so at any time that they can help, they're always willing to do that. So shout out to my support team, Mama Bears. If you don't have one, get you one. I am praying for you that you whoever needs to be assigned to you in this season is assigned to you and that you are able to feel supported right on this journey um all right so we've got a routine a diet an accountability partner a support team and finally you need some equipment okay you cannot show up to the gym without any equipment it's not gonna work okay so equipment for me that I have found out I need when it comes to removing weight or sometimes and I I just want to add this in because sometimes everything that's on your plate is necessary sometimes that's not always the case but in the moments that it is you you don't need to remove any weight you just need to learn how to maintain it and maintaining weight still requires equipment right so um Equipment for me that I have found out that I need um, includes a bottle of wine, okay? Every now and then, I like wine, Stella Rose to be exact. Um, Just something slight, just to kind of relax me, help me to relax and debrief and refocus and recenter. Um, Maybe it's a bath bomb and a nice candle. I love candles. Um, so that you can take you a nice warm bath and just, again, relax, refocus. Um, it might be a good movie or a good show to binge watch. I don't know. I don't know what the equipment is that would help you in 
removing weight and sitting down and settling and just being with yourself and refocusing and recentering yourself. Um, but think about those things and write them down and do what is necessary to make sure that that's something that you have, right? It's, it's most of the time going to be something tangible. It could be a good mu- um, music, a, a good song, or like I said, a good movie. But a lot of the times it's going to end up being something tangible that you can get your hands on and hold on to to help you navigating in either removing weight or maintaining weight. Okay, so again, you have a routine, a diet, an accountability partner, a support team, and then finally some equipment. Again, this is exactly the same thing that you would do if you were trying to lose actual literal weight in removing figurative weight of motherhood. These are the steps that you could take. I don't proclaim to know it all, but I have learned in the last couple of months or so that this is super necessary. It's it's so necessary because when you finally sit down and you're honest with yourself about what you need and what you want in order to feel like you again, because people so often they hear that they hear you say, I want to feel like myself again. And you're not even referring to getting back in a dress or getting down to another size. You just mean you have completely lost reality with who you are because you are only operating and functioning in one capacity of who God has designed you to be. And that's amazing and that's dope, but don't neglect who you are. You can't neglect the woman who birthed the children that's foolishness that's silly but we don't know this because we don't we don't realize that we're even doing it because we're just so used to functioning like that and we have to stop we have got to break this cycle of just just functioning in roles when yes that's great and it's it's awesome that you're adult mommy it's awesome that you don't miss a beat with your kids. It's awesome that you make it to every single practice and every single rehearsal and every single football game and basketball game and whatever. That is amazing. That is absolutely what you're supposed to do. But what have you done for yourself? I literally broke down in tears maybe the beginning of or the end of January or so. I don't know, y'all. It was real recent. But I was I looked down at my feet and I can laugh about it now. But I was not okay because I love getting my nails and my toes done. That's just something that I have kind of, I enjoy doing that. Um, because I just, I want to, I want my nails and my toes to be presentable. I don't know. I just, I think that that's just necessary for me as a woman. Um, and getting my hair done. And I looked down at my feet and they were busted. And I was like, I was not okay. My white toenail polish was beige and it was a mess. It was a whole hot mess. And I remember like in that moment, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't it. This is not okay. I take time out to paint my daughter's nails, even if that means that she's picking them off the next day. I take time out, you know, to make sure that their hair is done and that they look nice and 
so what about that picture is okay when I'm standing there looking crazy? Like, that's not fair. It's not fair to me. And so just, I really just want to encourage you guys to do what is necessary. Get what you need. Be real about what you need. Be honest about it. I needed a spa day, a salon day. I needed that. I need time away from my children. I need date nights with my husband and girls trips with my with my crew. I need a system um, that works for getting the things that I need to get done in my home, but also catering to my personal well-being and my personal needs. I needed a new wardrobe. Whew. I needed trustworthy people to come and sit with my babies every now and then. Like, I literally had to be completely honest with myself and everybody around me in order to come up with an effective plan that would help me in getting rid of some of the weight and getting back to me. Because it's super important. And like I said earlier, it's easy to get consumed in the day-to-day routine of being mommy. It's easy to overindulge, so to speak, in that role and pile weight on top of weight on top of weight, which is really just task on top of task on top of task. Because the truth is we were created to carry the weight, but the reality is that you have to be sure that you're doing it in a healthy way. And I heard this term, and I want to um, I wanted to touch on this, even uh, um, being touched out. That's a thing. That's a real thing. For me, that that looks like Elin, who is my two-year-old, almost two, um, just climbing up and behind me and taking over and doing my hair the girl loves doing hair and she does not care if you have a migraine from the pit of hell she's going to do your hair if she so desires or her putting you in a chokehold because that's just what elin does or maybe it's aiden who's almost five um but super affectionate kid and just loves cuddles and snuggles and so he'll just He'll just crawl up under your arm and and get his own little hug in. Or maybe it's Emery who is four months and she's going to whimper and wiggle and whine until you pick her up and hold her in your arms. And y'all, hear me when I say I need all of that. I absolutely need every bit of love and affection that my babies want to give to me. But I also need space. And there is a such thing as being touched out. Where it's like, I can't take another little hand on me right now. I need a moment. It's okay. It is okay. Because that's a real thing. You just don't know what you don't know. Um, But yeah, it's important that we do this. That we lose some weight. That we get back to who we are. Because it's important for us, mainly. um, But I promise you, everybody around you will see and feel the difference especially your babies because they know when we're faking it I promise you it's something about the little people they're just real different at least the ones in my house are they are very different there have been days where Aiden will come up to me and say mommy it's okay and I'm like how did you know that I just got finished crying in the shower because I'm tired and I just want to go and lay on an island by myself and do nothing they know they can sense it So we owe it to ourselves, we owe it to everybody around us, and we absolutely owe it to our children to be and operate in our absolute best self. 
And the only way you're going to do that, mama, is if you lose some weight. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> Don't go and say that I was on here weight shaming because that's not what this is. Lose some weight. Get back to you. Find what you're passionate about. What makes you happy? What makes you smile outside of your children? Tap into your passion again. Just don't lose sight of who you are and what you love because at the end of the day, that matters. That absolutely matters. Do not allow anybody to make you feel guilty for prioritizing what matters to you as a woman before you are a mother. Consider weight training, like actual weight training. You do that, it it helps you to build muscle and to develop, I guess, a resistance, so to speak, that you may not have had before or that you just didn't know you had. It's no different. When you take time to pause, take a break, step away from, and cater to your needs aside from being a mommy, it helps to develop a character in you that is so dope and so confident and so comfortable in your womanhood that motherhood is that's easy work but you gotta be you gotta be grounded in your womanhood first right all right guys that's all i have for you i hope and pray that that encouraged someone because it definitely helped encourage myself um like i said this this has been hard i've been doing some really hard work um lately and I'm in a place where I realize that I have to do a little bit more for myself. I have to. It's absolutely necessary that I do. So no more busted and crested toes. Um, consistent hair appointments. I am being intentional about putting dates on the calendar with my friends and people who I love and I care about spending time with and who care about spending time with me. Um, I'm not big on... Like transactional relationships, but it's kind of what I'm putting out, I need to be put out in return. So I'm being super intentional about that, Um, intentional about dressing up and looking good for my husband so that we can go out on a date. Because again, before I became a mama, I was a baddie walking around with my husband and going on dates every weekend. That doesn't have to stop. It doesn't have to stop. I had so much fun with my friends before I became a mom. That does not have to stop. I am blessed with a circle of friends who understand that I'm a mama and I'm a wife and that those things take priority. Not those things, I apologize. Those titles, those roles take priority. But I don't ever want to navigate so far away from being a friend and just being a person who enjoys having fun and and goes out and entertains I don't want to move so far away from that it doesn't have that doesn't have to be the case so tap in take a moment reflect be honest with yourself be honest with your circle about what you need to get back to who you really are all right I love you guys um thank you so much for tuning in please 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 be sure to share this episode um, and just be on the lookout for everything Mama Bears, all thing Mama Bears in March. The month of March is going to be a very fun month because it is Women's History Month. So I have some things at my sleeve. Just stay tuned. Um, can't wait to meet you guys back here for episode number three. Until then, bear all things in love.